Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. And the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Somehow, I had to keep breathing, even though there was no reason to hope. And all my logic said that I would never see this place again. So that's what I did. I stayed alive. I kept breathing. And one day, my logic was all proven wrong, because the tide came in. Here I am. I'm back in Memphis talking to you. These are the words of Chuck Nolan, who was played by Tom Hanks in the 2000 American film Castaway. After four years being stranded on an island, Chuck builds a raft and ventures out into the ocean, hoping to find his way home. Now, if you've seen this movie, you know that there is something deep and archetypal about this film, something true that is being revealed about every human life. Namely, that in a sense, we're all castaways, exiled from someone or something, moving through life, just trying to find our way home. And thus, this search for home is at the heart of the biblical story. Three chapters in, we have Adam and Eve forced to leave their home. They're cast out of the garden, cast away from each other. Likewise, the people of Israel were slaves in Egypt when Moses presented himself to Pharaoh only to announce, this is not my people's Home. And today we have Isaiah, the prophet who's been warning God's people that they will soon go into exile, offering comfort in the form of a reminder that exile will not last forever, and that God's ultimate intent is to bring God's people home. Be strong, he says. And do not fear. This is your God. He will come and save you. God will come and bring you home. I was speaking with someone just last week about this archetype of being at home. And I thought her response was both funny and fair. 
18 months now. I'm sick of her. <laughs> and what occurred to me is that the pandemic has turned many people into homebound versions of no Hungered down, trying to survive, coping with isolation, and above all, trying to stay resilient amid circumstances that often feel hopeless. And so to be clear, home is not your house. It's not a particular zip code. It's not where you grew up. It's not even, as Elvis said, where the heart is. Because as we all know, it's very possible for everything on the outside to be pretty darn good, but still feel exiled on the inside, disconnected and cast away from that sense of well-being that we seek. And it is that search for home, I posit, that gives energy to so much of what we see in our day-to-day life, whether that be for success, or better relationships, or more stimulating experiences, or a higher net worth, or even more And the answer, at least in part, is a sense of finally arriving at home. Because at the end of the day, all people want is to go back to Eden, to a world that makes sense, and where relationships aren't fractured, and where the living God walks with us in the cool of the day. Now, that brings me to today's gospel, where Jesus encounters two different castaways who both in their own way are just looking for home. We have a Gentile woman from the wrong side of the tracks and a deaf man who can't speak properly. Now, to honor our time, I only intend to talk about this man because, as my professor told me, the very first day Thank mm-hmm. you. 
away from the very institutions and people and rituals meant to bring meaning to your life. And so isn't it important that Jesus heals this man's body? Absolutely. But the deeper grace being revealed is that Jesus wants to heal this man's soul, to reconnect him to society, to reconnect him to a sense of self-worth and dignity, and to reconnect him to a meaningful experience of life so that he feels God's love and knows God's intent to one day bring him home fully. And so here's the question I'm going to ask you to consider. Where does your heart feel exiled today? And please don't overthink that question. It does not have to be dramatic or big. Though I know for many of you that what we've got going on is both dramatic and big, but it doesn't have to be. You see, exile can be the simple feeling of not being understood or fully seen or appreciated. It can be fear and anxiety about the future. It can be a bout with depression. But the reason I say that it doesn't have to be big is to remind us that all of our story and all of our pain, every last detail, that it matters to God because we matter to God. And it matters that we know that we matter. Because knowing that we matter to God is what trusting in grace is all about. In fact, there is a wonderful phrase in the Bible about the prodigal son who, as the story goes, leaves his father's home to live a wasteful and irresponsible life. The line says, and then he came to himself. That's Luke 15, verse 17. It says, then he came to himself. And every time I read this passage, I'm so moved by this verse. Because it reminds me that faith isn't complicated at all. It's actually deceivingly simple. Because all faith is, is a coming home in the deepest, most intimate sort of way. Faith is not about a new discovery. It's not about some special sort of knowledge or theological expertise. Faith is not about having an emotional experience. No, it's a very simple coming home to ourself and a coming home to the Father's house. Faith is a trust that we are made in the image and likeness of God and that all sins have been forgiven, and above all, a trust that there is a party in our honor being hosted at the Father's house, which God has declared to also be our own. And so let me end today by saying this. After Jesus heals the man in today's gospel, he says, which means, be open. 
And that's really the word that I want to leave you with today. Be open. Be open to the healing work of God in your life. Be open to the Spirit's work of bringing you back home to yourself and back home to God. And above all, be open to others. Have compassion for them. Be patient with them because, you know, God has plans for them too. And that party happening in the Father's house is not going to be as rich if they're not there. And then finally, be open to hope. Because there are many who would say that this is all there is. And that there is no reason to hope. And that we all just have to do our best on whatever little island we inhabit. But the promise of the gospel is that one day, that logic will all be proven wrong. And that a tide of mercy and grace and love will come in and give us a sail. And that we who have lived for so long, cast away from God's garden, will once again say, Here I am. I'm back in the garden talking to you. And so, stay alive. Keep breathing. Be open. For the eyes of the blind shall be open. And the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. Amen.